Welcome to the HFS Podcast as a Service. The HFS Blueprint Report ServiceNow Services 2016 was published last week. The report continues our theme of looking at the services sets around the planning, implementation, management, and operations of leading software-as-a-service platforms. The scope is exclusively focused on services and not technology, functions, and features. So let's go up close with Tom Reuner, the author of the report. So Tom, can you give us an overview of the 2016 HFS ServiceNow Services Blueprint report? Sure, I would be very happy to. This was an intriguing learning experience of a project because ServiceNow, while broadly appreciated, implemented, used as technology, insights into the evolving ecosystem of, of partners is a new topic for many of the participants and the broader industry stakeholders. Thereby, there were a lot of learnings coming out of the project itself. And I think the key thing uh, I would start out with, there is a market contrast between the enthusiasm for service now as a technology and the evolving partner ecosystem, as I alerted, uh, alerted to. While there's an immense level of buzz about the technology, industry stakeholders are enthusiastic about it. On one hand, the single data model, the embedded workflows, and new ways of collaboration. And it's probably suffice it to say, many of these attributes are central to what HFS uh, tends to discuss around the notion of advancing towards the as-a-service economy. In a nutshell, service now could be one of these central pieces on this innovation agenda. With the same token, we're still very early in this evolving partner ecosystem, and there are many things we have to address. One, it's the war for, for talent will be key battleground. As the service now services market is still quite early, it's a nascent marketplace. There's really almost a war for talent. Most, if I look at my Twitter feeds on service now, most feeds about job posting rather than insights into the capabilities of service now or even uh, into almost learning coming from projects around service now. But also, the market is still highly fragmented. So we see a plethora of startups and small boutiques, and we see M&A helping the larger service providers, uh, building out capabilities, getting access to specific domain expertise. The, the most uh, recent example jumping to mind is CSC acquiring Aspedians, a European uh, service provider. So again, all reference points and indicators for quite early and nascent market. But fundamentally, while most projects on service now have started somewhere where organizations were looking to overcome their clunky ITSM solutions, often uh, remedy replacement, ServiceNow is expanding its relevance into business functions, so taking almost a similar rationale, uh, uh, the way some of we advance or ServiceNow advance, the RTSM discussion, but taking the platform uh, and the technology into business functions such as HR or, or facilities, so getting much broader reach within the enterprise. And even moving forward, uh, it's the ambition of service now to become a third estate in between the back office 
and the, the front of the customer uh, support function. So we see the platform building out, the capabilities of all these service now partner being built out. But again, the whole market is very early on this journey with ServiceNow. Yeah, so it's a nascent market, but there are some really interesting players in it. Can you go through the service providers and how you position them? It's a good question. There's not almost one simple answer or simple way of, of ranking, of describing them. There's almost different ways of emphasis. We see a, a set of providers probably being not stuck, but building out from a narrow infrastructure service-centric view, so larger or traditional ATSM capabilities requirements. One such prescriber, uh, a good example within the winner circle is, is HCL. Others uh, are embracing what I discussed earlier, uh, embracing the notion what ServiceNow terms enterprise service management, meaning expanding the capabilities toward business functions or a much broader way of, of looking at it. And good examples for us for that are organizations like, like CSC, who have acquired a broad set of service service now specific providers, but they're at the forefront and being recognized by clients for, for A, first and foremost, being a thought leader, but also having demonstrated taking this capability uh, into some of much broader functionalities. Similarly, Cognizant, very strong on building out proprietary IP, taking the core ServiceNow platform there, but then building out, for instance, vertically specific IP and helping clients to, to onboard much faster uh, on the platform, but also taking it to much more vertically oriented use cases. So that's for me the key examples out there. Similarly, organizations like Infosys, who made it into the winner's circle, strong set of, of vision how to advance uh, the ServiceNow platform, but also very strongly in building out proprietary uh, IP. And lastly, Accenture having acquired cloud chirpers in the past, probably most notably a broad reach, one of the, the, the somewhat broader scale in terms of the scale of the ServiceNow practice itself, but also the scale in terms of revenues and almost employees working within the ServiceNow practice. So that's in a nutshell the way I look at the winner circles. Beyond that, we see different ways, different playbooks around ServiceNow. Some organizations starting with IoT scenarios, other taking it to, to um, security. Uh, so it's quite a heterogeneous way. And again, it's a reminder how early we are in this evolving ecosystems, having almost quite a different set of playbooks, bit different ways of executing on top of the ServiceNow platform. It's just another reference point for an early, for nascent, but yet a fragmented market. So this might be a, a tough question. You can tell me if it is. If you do this report again next year, where do you think the market's going to be compared to now? I think we will see a market maturation and the project was quite a long-running project for, for many reasons. And one, while the project was out in the field, what we have seen, and that's for me another indicator for market maturation, that service providers are starting to standardize their broader delivery capability on ServiceNow, but linking up ServiceNow with broad service orchestration engines such as Cortex or Atomics, with then again being linked up to the whole plethora, to the multitude of approaches and tools, which we would term as intelligent automation. And the service provider jumping to mind here are organizations like Atos, like Hexaware, like Tecmohindra. 
And I think that's one indicator of maturation. So almost to your question, uh, Mark, fast forwarding to the next iteration, possibly in 12 months time when we build you the next version of this report, I expect the usual suspects so the large service provider probably having acquired more organization, having acquired more IP, but also having built out more IP and taking service now into broader uh, scenarios. So uh, at the moment, while there's a plethora of boutiques of startups doing much of the implementations around ServiceNow, I expect that to shift much more to the usual suspects or so the large system integrators, the large service providers that will play a much more dominant role. And we see probably with that also a much bigger group uh, in the winner's circle at the moment, given the nascent market. It's quite a small group, actually. But also, we will see a much broader group participating in the study because some of the feedback uh, from many of the people who hasn't participated or was that they're still building out capabilities. It would be great to have the same discussion in a couple of months' time. So I expect a much more broader interest in the topic. And the feedback from the market is that our study, it's the first one looking at service now from a services ecosystem, depicting or not looking at function and features. There are many studies out there, but it's the first study looking at service now services, and it was broad encouragement and endorsement for the study. So again, in a nutshell, much more maturation, a different set of provider, much more detailed uh, and, and broad discussion moving forward. Thanks, Tom. The HFS Blueprint Report, ServiceNow Services 2016, is available now on hfsresearch.com, where, after a quick registration, you can also view most of our research for free. Thanks for joining us on the HFS Podcast as a Service.